Alright wrestling fans, it is time for Pro Wrestling America, coming to you today from Young Arena in Waterloo, Iowa. And this jumps off to a big start right at the beginning. Every week I come out and I greet the fans as the promoter and thank them for coming out. Well, as I'm in the middle of welcoming them and talking about what's going to happen on the card, the glass shatters. Austin comes down to the ring, gets ready to say something, but then thinks better of it and just stuns me in the middle of the ring. Well, security comes down, Austin walks off, and I have to be helped to the back. More on that in a few minutes. Opening match of the night. Continuing on the saga of the Savannah Jack self-imposed gauntlet. He's facing, once again, I think this is the fourth time now, he has faced Iron Mike Sharp. And in this one, the result is no different. Iron Mike Sharp actually beats Savannah Jack by countout this time, in a time of 3 minutes 36 seconds. Savannah Jack thought he had the time to be able to go out and to break up the momentum for a moment, but that didn't happen because he ended up being counted out. And then Jack, when he gets back into the ring, he challenges Sharp for a falls count anywhere match. You know, no count outs because he's tired of losing by technicality or by some sort of dastardly uh, deed done by Iron Mike Sharp because he knows he's a much better wrestler than Sharp is. So Sharp readily agrees to a Falls Count Anywhere match next week at the Sanford Pentagon. So that's going to be a good match. The next match had the Armstrong brothers facing off against the Smoking Guns. And this started with a brawl outside the ring before the match even started. There's probably a six to eight minute brawl before anybody ever actually spilled into the ring. And that ended up being Brad Armstrong and Billy Gunn. Uh, being in the ring, and Brad ends up pinning Billy with Bart and Jesse James still outside brawling with a German suplex in a time of 3 minutes, 16 seconds. The next match had Special Delivery Jones facing off against Brickhouse Brown. And this match doesn't last very long because Dutch Mantel comes out and attacks Brickhouse behind referee Nick Patrick's back. And Jones gets the pin in a time of 3 minutes 45 seconds. Brickhouse gets up and demands a match with Mantell, wanting to put out there that the PWA was not big enough for the both of them. So I come out to answer Brickhouse as Mantell has already made its way back to the dressing room. And seeing that he has no match on the card tonight, he doesn't need to come back out again, does he? So I tell Brickhouse, I will consider it, but there's already enough matches going on with the Lethal Lottery Tournament, Savannah Jack, and Iron Mike Sharp's Falls Count Anywhere match, plus the television title match, that I didn't want to add another match onto the card to take away from the Lethal Lottery Tournament. But I will keep that in mind. I then turn to Austin and tell him that he is heading into trouble by attacking me. Because, yes, he might be upset that he hasn't had a world title shot in a while, or that he's not even in right now the world title picture. 
But I do point out to him that he is the wrestler with the most wins in the PWA. That should be enough for him. He shouldn't need a belt that you know, gave him reason for existence. I mean, he has more... Matt, he has more wins than The Undertaker does, than anybody else does. And he should be happy with that. But if not, I'll give him a chance to have another one. As I make the Austin Idol recruit match on the card a triple threat match and add Stone Cold Steve Austin to it and see how that goes. Then I announce that the next match is the television title match with Jason Kincaid defending the title against Jimmy Golden. And this was a great match as long as you like high-flying and you like people being off-balance because Kincaid keeps Golden off-balance until he's able to hit the grave of the Fireflies for the pin in a time of 9 minutes, 23 seconds, continuing to keep the title. But that brings down Dutch Mantel. Go figure. The man wants his title back. So, Mantell beats up on Kincaid until Brickhouse Brown comes down, and the three of them start brawling. Well, Jimmy Golden doesn't want to be left out, so he starts brawling, and we have four guys going at it, fighting off each other, until security comes down and breaks it up. So then we have another match, the second match of the night for the Strong Army Guns for Hire feud, as we have Eric Embry taking on Terry Funk. And this match is just a Pier 6 brawl all over the place. Thankfully, Nick Patrick is there to referee this thing and to try to keep it in order, but the brawl spills out to the ringside area throughout the entire match. Eventually, Funk brings a chair into the ring. Nick Patrick takes it away from Tosses it out, but it bounces off the ropes and stays in the ring. Well, Embry comes off the ropes with a flying body press that Funk ducks, and Nick Patrick gets all of the flying body press. So then Funk sets up Embry for a pile driver on the chair, drags Nick Patrick over to deliver the three count, which he does. Your winner, Terry Funk, in a time of 10 minutes, 50 seconds. Now we have a match that used to be part of the Strong Army smoking gun, or Guns for Hire feud. As we have PG-13 continuing their feud against the Nightmares. Whether they're part of the Guns for Hire or not, they still don't like the Nightmares. And this was a great match. All four men showing their own skill in the ring. Showing their reason for being in the PWA and not in one of the other you know, territories that don't do as well, with don't have the same talent. But Danny Davis ends up pinning J.C. Ice in a time of 11 minutes, 8 seconds, after a double slingshot suplex by the Nightmares. Then we have the great matches to end the card. I mean, we're only halfway through the card right now, and we're getting up to building up to those great matches because now you have the next match being Great Muda versus Raven. Winner of this match puts themselves in a very good position to be the number one contender for whoever wins the American heavyweight title in the main event. 
And this is a great match. Going a long time. Muda even blocks the even flow at one point. And then pins Raven with an Asai Moonsault off the middle rope into an inverted DDT to get the pin in a time of 18 minutes, 36 seconds. Muda gives himself the win and gets a good boost in the way of the number one contendership for the American heavyweight title, which Raven had just lost to Honky Tonk Man a couple weeks ago, and therefore Honky Tonk Man is facing Gold Dust in the main event and not Raven. So Raven was not very happy when Muda left the ring, but Raven in his own way just silently sulked in the corner for a minute before referee David Manning got him out of the ring so the next match could start. Then we have another match. Two great wrestlers trying to bolster themselves into the world heavyweight title picture. Kurt Henning facing off against David Von Erich. And this was an awesome match. Very clean. Both men showing off their skills and their incredible mat wrestling ability. But David eventually gets the pin with the Iron Claw in a time of 10 minutes, 2 seconds. So now we're up to the triple threat match. Stone Cold Steve Austin against Austin Idol and Rick Rude. And Austin comes out first, cuts a pomo, trying to talk about how he's tired of being screwed out of matches, whether it's world heavyweight title matches or putting up against piddly wrestlers like Austin Idol and Rick Rude which of course brings both of them out to start the match. And we have a great match there, but because of Austin's comments, Rude and Idol double-team him for basically the entire match. Idol sets everything up by pile-driving Austin, then goes for the cover, Rude knocks him off, picks Austin up, hits the Rude Awakening, Rude goes for the pin, but Austin Idol takes him off. And that becomes a shoving match between the two of them until Rude eventually throws Idol out of the ring to then cover Austin, who's still down on the mat, and gets the pinfall in a time of 14 minutes, 35 seconds. Austin is still upset in the middle of the ring when he wants to have the microphone again, but nobody will give it to him. So he starts tearing the place apart until Honky Tonk Man comes down, along with Austin Idol and Rick Rude again to help bring the rattlesnake back to the dressing room and hope that he doesn't get fined for his actions because he could easily be fined for stunning me at the very beginning. But Austin never cares about who's there as long as he gets the paycheck. So then we have the... Main event of the night, the American heavyweight title match. Gold Dust defending the title against the newly crowned number one contender, Honky Tonk Man. And Honky Tonk Man surprises Gold Dust with a roll up. Tommy Young counts the pinfall, but Gold Dust swears he kicked out in time. Young says he didn't. The winner and new American heavyweight champion in a time of 4 minutes 34 seconds is Honky Tonk Man. And as he was the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, could he be the greatest American heavyweight champion of all time in the PWA? That remains to be seen. But I don't think he's done with Gold Dust just yet. Because if there were instant replay in pro wrestling, 
might be a change of things. Because could have gotten his shoulder up. I'm not necessarily sure. But Young awards the title to Honky Tonk Man. As I said, that'll probably end up coming back to being a rematch very soon between these two. And that should be a great match. Even though this one was a short one, it was still pretty good. All right. So that is the card for this week for Pro Wrestling America. Next week, as I said, is Sanford Pentagon, the Lethal Lottery Tournament. Six tag team matches. The tag team partners randomly assigned that night. So nobody has any idea what's going to happen. And then the winners of those matches go on to the Battle Royal to crown the new number one contender for the World Heavyweight title. And with a setup like this, anything is possible. And if you've learned anything from Pro Wrestling America, truly anything is possible. So I encourage you to be back next week for that. But until then, this is Southern Dynamite Doug Minton thanking you for being in the stands tonight and being a part of Pro Wrestling America.